Get ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. So glad you tuned in today. I promise this is going to be a show you will want to go back and listen to a few more times. Uh, We've got a great lineup scheduled uh, for today and some special friends of ours, uh, guests all the way from Australia, Prophets Greg and Julie Bailey. They'll be with us in just a few minutes here and you don't want to miss it. You know, as I was praying, seeking the Lord earlier this morning, the Lord spoke to me about his people making it through this transition and beyond. You know, in the book of Joshua, chapters three and chapter chapters three and four, uh, God was setting a new order as they crossed over the River Jordan, and uh, the people of God settled in the plains of Jericho for the night, and then the pillar of fire and the cloud covering it it, it disappeared. And then the manna stopped falling. It wasn't there in the morning like it normally was. And it was that way for, for them for 40 years. Everything was changing. How many of you can relate to that right now? God was advancing his people and putting a greater demand on them. Now they had to uh, eat the produce of the new land. They had to go uh, shuck the corn and, and roast the corn. And uh, the land that was flowing with milk and honey... They had to milk the cows to get the milk uh, to flow, and they had to rob the beehives to get the honey. And so eating the produce of the new land and and all of that, it was a new season. It was a new epoch of time. It was a new era. And I believe that's what God was showing me. Was uh, This is a similar time for all of us today. Things are changing, and it seems a little more difficult uh, but God has us right where he wants us. And you know, God wants, to, he's putting a, a greater demand on your walk with him. He's putting a greater demand on you doing more for your relationship with him. Uh, you know, we have to feed ourselves scripture. We have to uh, um, do the things that are necessary to study, to show ourselves approved and rightly divide the word of God. You know, we are progressing in the plan of God for our lives. We're growing up more. And just like Joshua and the people of God that crossed over, it was a time for them. It was a time of war for their inheritance. And I believe that that's where we are today. It is a time of spiritual warfare today. Uh, And and there is a promised inheritance, a promise of legacy uh, for us to contend for in the spirit. It's an awakening for the church to begin to put aside petty thinking and uh and uh, you know i always like to call it uh in, instead of a a soldier's mentality some people still have a uh, civilian mentality and god wants you to get more of that soldier mentality in this hour uh don't think petty see the bigger picture see how important the person on your left and on your right is to you you know old patterns and old ways of doing things are not going to work in this new season Our destiny and our future demands that we grow, and it depends on our coming together in a greater unity like soldiers on a battlefield. We're transitioning out of the old and into the new. And what if you were God and you were planning all this out, how would the world look uh, in your plans? That's exactly how it looks today. Things are shifting and changing all around. Uh, worlds are shaking. You know, nations are shaking. The world is shaking. Uh, industries are shaking. Why? God is changing everything. Is advancing everything. 
you know, we've been intensely fasting and praying and waiting on the Lord for him to, to open the doors he wants us all to walk through. Uh, and like the pillar of fire and the cloud and the manna, some things had to cease in order for us to be able to move forward. And as we continue to progress, as Christians, we are called to be believers. We're called to really believe what we believe we believe. Believe the word of God that he's invested into you. You know, God invested into that generation that was coming up under Joshua and Caleb. He invested that same spirit into them. He invested uh, the confidence of God into that generation. I believe we have that generation alive today. We are warriors. We are mighty in God. We are more than conquerors. And we believe that no matter what it looks like all around us, we serve the mighty God who is the creator of the universe. And he knows the right path for our lives. He knows how to streamline everything. He knows how to make everything work when it looks like there's nothing that works, right? He's the title deed holder and the owner of all there is. King David said, my times are in your hands. In other words, they're not in our hands. And uh, we believe our times are safely in God's hands, no matter what the world looks like. Our Father, our Abba, our Daddy has set you and I on a course towards massive blessing and massive inheritance. He wants to bless his people, and he fully intends to repeatedly crush the enemy under our feet. Every place the sole of our feet will step, God will give it to us. Amen. He's fully equipped us. He's fully empowered you and I with a yoke-destroying, limitation-breaking, curse-removing anointing. Jesus said there's nothing uh, impossible for him that believes. You've got to believe it, though. And that means there's going to be a challenge to what you believe, but you're going to believe it anyways. Uh, we believe that our God is the great king, and we are the people of his kingdom. Jesus said, you didn't choose me, I chose you. And he set us on a course of miraculous destiny, right? You know, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's what the word, word of God says. And I believe no matter what the battle looks like, we've already been guaranteed the victory through Christ. We're more than conquerors. And some of you are personally in the very same place. And God's going to open your eyes to see his plan for you tonight. In Romans chapter 8, and verse 28 and 29, this is a life verse for me. And it says, And we know that all things, all things, work together for good to them that love God, and to them who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. In other words, God has this all planned out. <clears throat> He's already predestined. You see that word destiny in the middle of that. He's got everything uh, destined to occur for you. You are destined to win. You're destined to conquer. You're destined to overcome. And even though you may be knocked down, you know, I, I, I used to watch all the Rocky movies when I was uh, growing up. And, uh, you know, you, there was a, a one scene where uh, the coach, uh, the corner coach who was Burgess Meredith uh, in the movie is telling Rocky, get out of there, get out of there. He's hitting you too hard. And, and his opponent, Apollo Creed, is beating him down and beating him down. And he said, what are you doing? He said, I'm letting him get tired. 
And so he then Rocky gets up and he begins to take him out. You know, it may look like you've taken too many hits, but listen, you're just you're just winning. It may look that way for the minute, for the moment, but you're going to come out on top. You're more than a conqueror. This is a fixed match. You're going to win. Amen. All these things are working together for good to those that love God and are the called according to his purpose for whom he did foreknow. He's already known, he knew your end from the beginning, and he's already predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son, the champion, that he, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters that are also the firstborn. You know, it's interesting that the firstborn always got the double portion. The, the, that was the standard, that's the biblical standard, and, and Jesus calls us all firstborns. I think that's a beautiful picture. God's got a double portion for you. Amen. And listen, we have moved across the great divide, and we are contending for our destiny, our legacy, our inheritance. And just like God told Moses, and just like he told Joshua, I've already given this land to you. Now you go in and possess it. You know, God's already pre-planned your inheritance, your destiny, your legacy, He's got it set up, but what did they have to do? They had to go in and possess it. That word possess in the Hebrew is the word yaresh. It means to drive out the former inhabitants. God even defines it as they are the former inhabitants. It means to drive out the former inhabitants, to dispossess them, to occupy like a military occupation, and to take your inheritance by force. In other words, the enemy is not easily just going to step aside for you so that you can have your inheritance and your your promised land. Uh, There are still some spiritual battles to fight and to win. You have to stand to see the salvation of your God. But I believe we've been raised up for such a time as this. God foreordained you and I to be alive at this time and this moment. We are in the right season uh, for the right reason. Amen. And we've been raised up for such a time as this, and we need to fight the good good fight of faith and do what Paul told Timothy, wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over us. You know, God's already foretold some things, and uh, he has declared these things, and he's spoken them prophetically over his people so that we can stand in the face of the contradiction and the face of the opposition and say, no, I know it looks that way, uh, but these facts are going to change. I know the truth, and the truth I know is making me free. And those facts are going to change, and they're going to come in line with the truth that God has already declared. Amen? And so we wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over us, and we face changes head on. Uh, Manna ceases. The cloud is no longer there. The pillar of fire is no longer there. We face these changes head on, knowing that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's ordaining our steps. He is strengthening his church. You know how you grow muscles, by the way? Through resistance, resistance training. You know how your faith muscles grow? Resistance. You've got to press through. You've got to fight through spiritual resistance. And we are in the process of possessing. So be like the children of Israel when they got to the promised land. Don't complain, but proclaim, right? We are aligned with the divine, and we are positioned to win 
All the changes, all the resistance that we have to stretch and press through is only for our making and not for our breaking. And the dream that you've been holding on to, or it's been holding on to you possibly, the dream is about to go from the pillow where you dreamt it to a living reality. Your dream, your purpose, your land of promise is about to become your possession. Amen. Isaiah 43 Verses 18 and 19, it says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Didn't I, didn't I, almost, didn't I already promise that you would possess this? Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, the Message Bible says it like this, forget about what has already happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert and be present. I'm doing something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert and rivers in the badlands. Listen, God is releasing you and I from the past and triggering our destiny, our future, our promise. God is still in control He's activating you and I into the purposes for which he created us. The word behold in verse 19, uh, behold, I do a new thing, is actually in the Hebrew the word surprise. Surprise, I'm doing the new thing with you. Suddenly, suddenlies are coming. Expect the unexpected from God. My friend Kim Clement used to say, I anticipate the inevitable supernatural intervention of God. Let me just tell you, something good is about to happen for you, to you, in you, and through you. God is doing a new thing. Amen. He's making a way where there seems to be no way because he's living up to his name. He is the way maker. Suddenly, everything is going to come together for his purposes to be established in your life and in your family. And listen to this. When they went into the promised land, their whole families all moved into their inheritance together. Now, that's a promise. That's a revelation for you. I believe God is changing the hearts and the minds of every family member right now to turn and serve the Lord wholeheartedly. The whole family moved into the inheritance together. And then Joshua made his decree. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I believe we need to continue to decree Uh, That same declaration, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Say it as many times a day as you can in this new season, and watch the hand of the Lord release his best for his people. Amen? Amen. I believe this is going to be a time of great encouragement for you. Open up your hearts, open up your spiritual ears to receive great wisdom and understanding. You know, Solomon wrote, in all you're getting, get wisdom and get understanding. Wisdom is powerful as long as you get understanding on how to use the wisdom that God's given to you. And you know, I know Greg and Julie Bailey, the prophets from down under, 
they're people full of wisdom and understanding. Amen. So please welcome with me Prophets Greg and Julie Bailey to Speak Life. Welcome to Speak Life, Greg and Julie. Awesome. So welcome. Well, awesome. it's Great so to be good. Here. G'day, everybody from uh, Australia. Well, Yay. Australia, but we're, we're in the U.S. and yes. privileged to be recording straight out of Bishop's um, yes. new set, which Life is from incredible. Florida. Live from Florida. So <clears throat> thank you, Pastor Marty, Pastor Marty, for having us on with you. Yeah. We're excited to be here with you, and we just want to honour you as a man of God and someone oh, who's yeah. got a great heart to just get out and get God's word, word out there, change people's lives. And, you know, you just keep going no matter what obstacles, what comes <laughs> against you. And we love that yeah. about you. You just, That's nothing true. stops you. Go Marty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. And you guys are the same. You know, we, uh, we know you very well, but uh, share with the audience a little bit uh uh, of your ministry, and uh, yeah, I know you're full-time pastors, and you travel the world, yes. and, and uh, you're both prophets, and uh, you both have a very powerful uh, prophetic impact uh, globally. And so uh, just share a little bit with the, with the audience today. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you. Oh, that's great. Well, we've been married for 40 years, and... Uh, <laughs> have had uh, a wonderful time. Uh, we've been working full-time in the ministry, uh, living by faith for the last 28 years. Which has been a wonderful journey. Which is you've got to have a good marriage to be able to work together, live together, travel together, uh, So, and, and we have. Yes, it gets, and, gets uh, better. Yes. So uh, we do enjoy that. And uh, as you said, yes, we are pastoring for the last two years. We are pastoring our middle daughter and son-in-law's church. And uh, that has been uh, pretty amazing. You know, when we said yes before the pandemic started, we didn't know how that would work because mm -hmm. we do a lot of itinerant stuff. As you said, we do a lot of, of uh, traveling around. But uh, God has been faithful and uh, he must have known what was going to happen because yes. uh, when we said yes, it was uh, full steam ahead. That's just great. There's one way, you know, just different transforming lives. Uh, that's what we've done and yeah. that's what we're about. We love the prophetic because we feel like it transforms people's lives and we want to equip people to be, you know, Bishop Hammond always talks about the saints movement and, you know, if you mm. look at Ephesians, it talks about our job is to equip the people for the work of the ministry and that's yeah. our heart to equip people, local church, globally, itinerary, um, just to bring, and we, we feel, you know, the prophetic always brings life. It, it's incredible how it brings yeah. life to people. So we enjoy doing that, but also it brings transformation. You know, when Jesus, often when he met people, he also, he prophesied over them. He brought a word mm. of life to them yes. that changed and impacted them. So, yeah, yeah so remember, that's a heart. I remember going into some little tiny places and prophesying over the city and, and uh, all of a sudden the mayor heard, you know, this word that was over the city and, and he says, you know, I want to meet meet up with these guys who are prophesying or speaking into our city or over our city and uh, meeting up with the mayor and all of a sudden being able to minister to them you know, prophetically. Uh, and uh, we had probably the next three mayors that we were able to minister wow. into as well. So so it's it's not just a, a personal uh, prophetic word, but it is also into a region, over a nation. Yep. 
Uh, we've just come back from Papua New Guinea. Absolutely. Where we had an incredible time over there. But, uh, you know, releasing the word there, they have taken this word, they've, they've run with it, they've, they've sang songs about it, they have uh, raised up a political party that they, they, uh, they want to bring forward the word of God and, uh, and have an example of what the kingdom of God could be. Uh, mm. in this uh, in this earth and so uh, just a tremendous opportunity and uh, and a blessing really to be able to do this uh, uh, in like you know together uh, and also you know raise a, a wonderful family as well and we've got uh, six grandchildren which are beautiful beautiful people yes yes grandchildren great as you know they're awesome anyone yes. with grandchildren knows how wonderful they are. Your world <laughs> changes once you have grandkids, that's for sure. Yes, that's well, it. <laughs> we, do have, we do have some viewers in Australia. Uh, where are you guys located in Australia? I, I know we have the website uh, we can put up there, mm -hmm. but uh, where in Australia well, are you exactly? in the promised land, which is... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we live in Brisbane, uh, and so our church is Forever House, and we're located at Cooper's Plains. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so we're in Queensland, which most people know where Sydney is. So we're above Sydney. 600 miles north we of Sydney. We are nice warm weather. So in Australia, the further north you go, the warmer it gets. So we're oh, in wow. it's a warm panel, Lake Florida. The ducks and geese yeah. fly north, not south. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, I know the Lord's been speaking to you a word for the church in this season. And, uh, you know, I know people are going through... A lot of shaking and uh, and uh, yes. you know transition and that sort of thing. So, what what is the Lord saying to you about this season of time specifically? Well, um, just the other day, I was I was uh, asking the Lord about a few different things, and of course, mental health is probably one of the big things uh, that we're mm -hmm. that we're having to address right now, where people are, are anxious. They're, they're fearful of what's going on. They're fearful of, of the future, what's going to happen. And, uh, and so the Lord really spoke to me about Psalm 112 um, yes. and verse, verses 1 to 8. And, and he's talking about here where we are to be the, the when there is darkness, you know, light dawns for the upright. I like, yes. I like that. You know, it can, we can be in a dark time, living in a dark time, but there is light that dawns mm. for those ones who are upright, those ones who are gracious, compassionate, and righteous, it says. Yes. And it says, uh, surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. And even though the things come to, to bring a shaking, when, when we have our faith and trust in God, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, yes. You know, whether it be a worldwide pandemic, whether it be floods, fires, uh, fire, whatever, we, we know that our faith is in God, our trust yeah. is in Him, yes. and yes. Uh, and you know, the the shaking really is there to uh, deal with all the, the the dead branches, everything that's not producing things. That's that's all that's going to be shaken. Not our faith, not our trust. Uh, yes. In actual fact, when this when this epidemic came. It, it caused us to get closer to the Lord. We mm -hmm. thought now we've got more time yeah. uh, to, together and more time with the Lord. Uh, we're going to spend that time getting to know him more. We're going we're gonna to come out of this time. And Song of Solomon chapter 3, verse 6 says, Who is this coming out 
of the wilderness with all the fragrant powders. I just felt like, who, you know, who is this coming out of the Corona cave uh, yes. with, with all the anointing, stronger uh, in love with the Lord, knowing him more, coming out with, with such a, a fragrance and uh, an anointing. I thought that's, that's really the time that we have had with uh, this, this Corona. It hasn't, we haven't run away from it. We haven't hidden from it. We're, we're not fearful of it. We've used this time really to get to know the Lord more and to come out with a stronger, bolder faith in him. Yes. Understanding that God is always in control. And I think yeah. that's in this season when we go through difficult times, you have to remember that he's still the king of kings. He's still the Lord of lords. And yeah. he has a plan. He's always got a plan. You know, I always I thought back to, you know, even if you look at the Israelites, you couldn't get any more oppressed people mm. than the Israelites no. under Pharaoh. You know, the government of the time, they were told when to eat, sleep, everything. Their life was ruled, but God still had a deliverer. And so I mm. feel like mm -hmm. he's always got a deliverer. He's always in as Apostle Jane talks, she's written a whole book about Cyrus and God had a way out for them even then. So it's, God's always got a plan. And we have to understand that no yeah. matter what goes on, God has a way out. And in these right. seasons, you've got to really just hang on. It's the storm. You know, as if you look at it as an easy picture, mm. it's Jesus said, we're going over here. He knew where he was going. He got in the boat. Yep. He said, disciples, we're crossing over to the other side. But in the middle yep. of the lake, there was a storm. And as we know, Jesus was asleep. And I, I believe it's like <clears throat> that as a church. He says, we're going over here. Revival's coming. But mm. you know what? Before we get to uh, this, there's going to be some storms. There's going to be some things that will happen. But yep. Jesus is in our boat. And mm. when you know he's with us, you can... Sleep like he did, knowing that everything's yes. going to be okay. So That's right. The biggest plan of the enemy is fear. You know, it, what's the opposite That's of right. faith is fear. And in this season, he's mm. tried to come with fear and anxiety mm. upon people. But you know what? God's in control. He's saying, yeah. we're going here. There's been a storm, right. but you know what? We'll make it to the promise. Yeah. We'll make it to the breakthrough, and that's what you've got to see. You've yes. got to, yeah. you know, I was talking about lift up your eyes, open your eyes, and mm. see what he's got planned. That's, see the promise. That's really what uh, verse 7 of, of Psalm 112 is. It says, they will have no fear of bad news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their hearts are going to be steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. And so uh, this this is all part of this. I mean, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So if God didn't give us fear, then then if we are experiencing fear, we need to we need to question ourselves. What's going on? What's what's happening? There's got to be something that mm -hmm. we're not we're not getting a hold of here because it should be that. Doesn't matter what news is there. There shouldn't yeah. be any fear attached to it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we, we get I think that. Uh, Whenever God moves his people forward, there's a tendency for fear. You know, uh, yes. when God wanted to do something with uh, in Jehoshaphat's day, it says they, the enemy surrounded them, uh, and Jehoshaphat feared, but then he sought the Lord. And, uh, you know, you were talking about the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. Uh, the thing Moses said to them, I was just reading that this morning. Uh, Moses said, don't be afraid. First thing he said, don't be afraid. Stand firm and you'll see the deliverance of the Lord uh, that will bring to you, the Lord will bring to you today. And the Egyptians you see today, 
you will never see again. So I think when God begins to deliver his people, there is there is a shaking uh, that occurs, and people don't know necessarily what is happening. Uh, but I also believe it, it, there can be a vacuum there uh, for leadership to stand up and to communicate a prophetic uh, uh, vision and, and a prophetic pathway for us to continue to forge ahead. Uh, the rest of what Moses said was, the Lord will fight for you, and you don't need to do anything. You just need to be still. And uh, and then God divided the waters, and they made a way for them. But they had to, uh, they had to listen to their leadership. Uh, they had to hear the word of the Lord through him and quiet their fears and go forward. And And I think you find that principle over and over in scripture whenever god is shaking everything and bringing deliverance to his people and that's really what i believe is happening today you know there's been a lot of parallels uh spoken about the pandemic and and you know some of the evil that's in this world and um the the devil's crowd and all that's uh been uh oppressing and uh kind of a pharaoh spirit over god's people but i believe that's what's happening god is delivering his people Mm. the other thing too you know i've been sharing you know we've been talking a lot and for a while you know when you talk about david when he came back from ziglag and everything was gone his family his Mm. possessions everything was gone and the bible says that he wept till he could weep no more. And, yes. you know, I feel like yes. we found that as a key is that you've got to deal with your emotions. You know, fear is an emotion as well. It comes in and there is sadness that happens. There's things that happen. Mm. And so, you know, God has made us with emotions and you've got to deal mm. with your emotions. So it says David wept till he could weep no more. And then it goes on and says that he strength. It says, but David strengthened himself mm. in the Lord. You know, yes. his men could have done that, but they didn't. No. The men didn't strengthen themselves. And so then, him. yeah, they turned to wanting to kill David because I feel like they stayed in that emotional state yeah. and in a, in the level of on a worldly level that we've lost everything. There's, you know, disaster all around us. Mm. But David strengthened himself. And so, and then it says he inquired of the Lord and the Lord said, pursue, overtake. Surely, he says, you will recover all. And I think it's the same as we're talking about the Israelites. He says, the enemy that you see today, you'll see no more. So there comes a finality in the enemies that we're dealing. Mm. There comes a finality in that we win. We actually cross over and, you know, we're sensing that that's the season we're in now, that we're going to cross over into our breakthroughs. Mm. But the key is you cannot stay. You know, we are said to people, deal with your emotions. Mm. You, know, you have to yeah. deal with them. But don't go to the Lord emotional yeah. because if you if don't you haven't dealt with any decisions, yeah. you know, major decisions Out until until you've dealt with it emotionally. Mm. Well Once even in that, that even in that story there uh, there was a vacuum of leadership w- among the men, but David rose up and filled that uh, and yes. of, of course, that d- the Bible calls David a prophet in uh, Acts chapter two. Uh, David being a prophet, and so David got the word of the Lord. And I think right now, uh, globally, God is realigning the body of Christ, and uh, you know, or you could say, 
the apostles and prophets are the foundation of the church. God is reestablishing the foundation of the church with apostles and prophets who will get revelation, uh, you know, like the sons of Issachar who knew the times and the seasons and what the people of, what the people of God should do. And uh, David uh, got the word of the Lord and said, no, even though it looks like devastation everywhere, God is transitioning us to something. And we've got to go yeah. pursue, overtake, and without fail, it says, recover all. And, yeah. I, and I always like to highlight that without fail, because uh, I believe those words of life broke through those emotional uh, distresses that the people of God were experiencing uh, at that yeah. point. David was able to empower his mighty men uh, with the word of the Lord and give them yeah. a hope for a future and a plan that God has in place, that there is a, a, a promise being fulfilled here, even though it looks exactly the opposite, you know. And, and that's yeah. how the prophetic is. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine it. And I think, you know, that, that really is, is part of what I believe that, that the Lord is saying for this year. Uh, and it comes out of Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. See, oh, I believe amen. that's where we're coming to the point now where God says, listen, all, I'm rewarding you for all the hard work, all the, the effort, all the time, the blood, sweat and tears that you've poured into the ministry, that you've poured into your family, you've poured into to, to the church, whatever it is, your business. I believe this is where we're coming now, that God is is." His words never return to him void. And so this is what we're seeing right now is like, hey, you diligently seek him, then you'll come to that place where he wants to reward you uh, for for all that. And, of course, I can always remember, it's interesting because you were talking about before about uh, you know what the Lord's doing, and I feel like he's really waking us up. Um, and, uh, and and I can remember one of the times when we were, we were uh, in Nashville, and we're coming to speak in your church. We were in this the motel that you put us up in, and all of a sudden the alarm went off next to our bed, and uh, and, and there was a like wasn't like three four o'clock in the morning, and yeah. it's like what is that? And then it's alarm, so I, I I pressed the alarm, and then all of a sudden the elevator alarm went off uh, on our floor. <laughs> like this is crazy, and then all of a sudden there was someone's uh, car horn. Uh, like alarm going off out in the car park. And then a, a siren, a, a police siren went past. And I'm thinking, God, what is happening here? And he says, uh, I'm, I'm waking you up, Greg. And I said, yeah. I was awake with the alarm. And, and God is saying, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm waking up my church. And I felt like that's really what he was saying. Mm. It's like some people, they, have, they, they still go to sleep after the alarm. They put the snooze button on or whatever it might be. Yeah. But I feel like God is saying, I'm waking up my church mm. because I'm wanting them to know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm speaking yeah, to them. I'm, I'm giving them dreams and visions. Uh, this is a time that we are not to re rely on just us or even just the world or what the experts are saying, but we have to come to the Lord, spend time with him mm. and find out what he is saying and what he is wanting us to do. Mm. It's very, it's, I, I believe it's, it's vitally important in the times that we are living in right now. And also um, uh, one of the things to look at is Isaiah 52, and I'm reading uh, verse 1 from the Passion Translation. Mm. Once again, here it is, it's wake up, you know, wake up. 
open your eyes, it says. Yeah. And it says, beautiful Zion, which is the end time church. It says, yeah. put on your majestic strength. <clears throat> yes. The sacred city. Come on, put on mm. your glory garments. So the Lord is saying yeah. it's time for us to put on the anointing. Come on, wake up, open up. That's and it. I feel like the opening of the eyes is our prophetic eyes to see, you know, to see what God mm. is saying. Strengthen yourself. Here it is again. David had to strengthen himself yeah. and it says, then you put on your glory garments. Put on the Lord. Put on the anointing. You know, Jesus said that I leave you the Holy Spirit. I leave you the helper. He's left us helper. We have the power of God in That's us. Right. It says, never mm. again will the unclean enter your gates. And then it goes on in verse 2, arise. And this is what you know the Lord's saying, right, shake off your dust. You know, often yeah. it's like, well, when you talk about shaking, what gathers dust? Things that haven't moved. <clears throat> and so it's mm. like if you've been sitting around, we've been prostigrating, you've gathered mm. some dust. And the Lord's saying, shake off your dust. And also dust then it's that Bible. Yes, dust off the Bible, <laughs> sit enthroned. And, and I know, you know, Greg's talked a lot about this, sitting enthroned, which is taking yeah. our place of authority, you know, taking where the Lord has called mm. us to be. You know, we're called above and not beneath. We're overcomers. It says break off the shackles of bondage from yeah. your neck, uh, you right. captive daughter of Zion. So really here it is yeah. again. You know, God is saying to us, wake mm. up. Get out of your slumber. Shake yes, off the dust. Break yeah. off the shackles of bondage. We're called. We're anointed. We've got a message to bring. And we have, yeah. you know, but we've got to rule and reign from our position's authority. We're above. Mm. We're not beneath. You know, we're over. We're overcomers. And I love what, you know, you were said. To be an overcomer, we have to be overcoming stuff. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, we're the head and we're not the tail. I always say that the tail end always stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the things that you said was, um, uh, without faith it's impossible to please God. And, you know, I think that God is, is awakening the church to this is a walk of faith. Uh, you don't get to have all the... Um, uh, all the uh, comfort that comes from having everything uh, agreeing with you uh, in your five senses—you don't, you don't always get to see everything uh, before you have to walk out in faith. You don't, it, it, you don't always sense everything. You have to step forward. You have to do like David did and like Jehoshaphat did: overcome the fear and yeah. Yeah. and agree with God. In fact. That scripture says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. The word please, uh, in the Hebrew, part of the definition of that is to agree with God. And so without faith, it's impossible to agree with God. Uh, yeah. But but when we come into agreement with God, we begin to see that, listen, the hand of God is greater than what's going on around us. And he's shaking everything to wake the church up, to remove our enemies and to deal with those uh, those strongholds of darkness and make a way where there seems to be no way, like splitting the Red Sea or or yeah. coming back from uh, uh, yeah. fighting the uh, Amalekites, uh, overtaking yeah. and recovering all. And, you know, I believe we're headed for blessing. We're headed for breakthrough. We're headed for, uh, we're transitioning. I think we're transitioning out of old wineskin into a new wineskin and into a new uh, uh, glorious church full of the authority and the glory garments, like you said, and the, the anointing and the strength of God. And, uh, yeah, you know, 
the okay. things things are under construction right now. It's just we can't see everything built yet, uh, but we're under yeah. construction. Construction yeah. is messy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing <laughs> renovation, it's messy. It's, it's a, a messy yes. time. I mean, you've got to have the foundation first. That's that's the big that's the big thing. You know, having that strong foundation. And so whatever comes, as long as you've got a strong foundation, it doesn't matter whatever comes your way, that, yes. that's strong, that, that will stay. And I think, uh, again, you know, when you look even in the natural, I think a third of your finances goes into the foundation, okay. into the, you know, the plumbing wow. and the cement and everything like that. No one, no one really cares whether you've got a good foundation or a good, a good slab. No one says, hey, love your slab. Do you call <laughs> yeah. it a slab? A foundation so, slab? So, uh, but, sure. But people are happy that when they go to the bathroom that you've got plumbing. Yes. Yes. Although you know, it's, it's unseen and all that sort of stuff. But I tell you, to have a strong relationship in the Lord, you've got to have that strong foundation. Yes. And that's the thing, you, you know, the house, you never... Ever. It's all that plumbing and all the, the stuff that goes into the ground. Like you said, mm. to 30 your money. No one admires that. No one comes and looks at that and says, wow, great plum." unless you're a plumber, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but the majority of the people aren't going to That's admire right. that. But it's not till the framework comes up and the walls that people then start admiring, mm. wow, something's being built here. But it's not to the finished product that they really admire it and say, wow, yeah. you know, this is great, this building. And so really that's what the I feel like the Lord has been doing. And in the mm. shaking we're seeing, I think some people have got a shock yeah. that how strong their foundation isn't. Yeah. And they've really had to mm. back turn their hand a minute. I've really got mm. to get that yeah. foundation strong because, you know, the Bible says that, the wise man built his house upon the rock. So a wise man builds a right. strong foundation. So maybe a third of your life, yeah, I remember for us the prophetic words we got was build the foundation, make yes. this foundation strong. And yeah. I was like, wow, what kind of foundation? I think, I, I think the first like four or five words that I got was dig, dig the foundation down strong, get, get the, the well dug deep and... Mm. And it's like, is that is that all the prophetic words are about? <laughs> haven't, haven't I done this? As I just keep on getting this word, but now I understand. I'm doing what we're doing now. Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, we're glad that we dug the foundation. We're glad yes. that we have got a, a strong foundation in the and, Lord for what we're doing talking, now. You know, about transition, you know, when you look at, for us, we got to a point and we've been through some very difficult years but when we, you know, I remember a word that the Lord gave Greg and he said to him, you know, and he said, there'll come a day when you'll be so busy praising me that, you know, you'll forget the pain, the pain and, and the, the heartache of the past because of all the breakthroughs. Yes. And it's kind of yes. like you're saying, okay, God, bring yes. that on. But when we felt we got to that breakthrough point, we were like, oh, my gosh. We looked at each other and we said, you know what, yeah, and we're saying the Lord, this is not a challenge, but we would do it all again because we understand mm. <laughs> the stuff. It makes you. It, yes. it really yeah. tests what's in you. Um, yeah. But then, you know, what does the Bible say? We overcome the enemy by the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony. Mm. And you know yourself, the longer you've yeah. been in the Lord, suddenly you feel an empowerment of, wow, uh, you know, I've been through some stuff. I can help some people. I'm not mm. a know-it-all, you know, think that it's like right. teenagers. Come on, let's teenage boys especially. Well, I shouldn't. <laughs> come on, hang on. Maybe should I say that? But anyway, <laughs> teenagers think they know everything, 
you know, Maybe they think them, you yeah. can't tell them anything. <laughs> or not, I suppose it can't. But it's just that time of life until you go through some things and, and you realise, wow. But then that reproducing is that we can help others. And yeah. you can yes. sit with somebody and you can tell something. But, you know, aside from that, you know, I just um, during COVID taken some people through some real mind things um, mm. of just the mind and anxiety and not wanting to get out of bed. And when I first started doing that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm out of my depth here. But this is, you know, I, I'm <laughs> Dealing in. with the mind. I'm, We're going into in. deep places. So, But, yeah. you know, what? I just really, because of experience, rather than saying I can't do this, because of experience, yeah. I'm like, I can do all things. I have the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. He's my helper. And because of the situations that... I have been in life, I realise now, okay, I don't know everything, but God, you know everything about this girl and you're going to lead me and yeah. guide me to bring what she needs and take her through this. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, Lord, awesome. I'm you guide me. And it was incredible, the victory that we got. And now I've learned some mm. things, you know, and I'm writing some things. Yeah. You know, I'm taking people through transformation of your mind. So yes. strategies that there, God's releasing. Yeah, there yeah. is, and part of that is I didn't know all that, but I have a foundation to know Holy Spirit is my helper, and no matter what I go through, and you might be find yourself in unknown territory, but that's where Jesus said, I leave you the helper. So we've got to draw upon yeah. the helper. He knows what to do. So he knows good. everything. And so, you know, that's what I feel like. And I feel like that to me was way more, at, well, it wasn't doing the, you know, doing it, you're like, okay, God, let's go, you know this. But afterwards, seeing the power of God, seeing someone transform on an area that seeing I really was out yes. of my depth, yeah. but God's never out of his depth. So yes. you have to remember whatever you're going through, you might feel out of your depth, but it's never out of God's depth. And that's what Jesus said. I leave you the helper, the Holy yeah. Spirit. And yes. you know, I think a lot of time we forget to draw on the Holy Spirit as our helper. Right. And mm. um, I just enjoyed that journey, even though it was a little scary. And it, but I enjoyed it because we got the victory through Christ leading me all the way on what to do. So you know, great. I love all of this because, uh, you know, there are people who are working through foundational issues right now. And it seems like it's taking a long time, uh, but it is more valuable than you know for the future. And uh, I believe we're, we are just exactly what you said. You know, when, they, uh, when God spoke to Jeremiah, he said, here's the ministry of the prophet that I've called you to, to root up, to pull out, to tear down, uh, to break up, uh, and then to plant and build. And so... The prophets and apostles being the foundation of the church, uh, there's a lot going on that's so much more valuable than what the rest of the church recognizes at the moment. Uh, being delivered of all these things and, and putting on the mind of Christ and being able to see things from a completely different perspective, a higher perspective, uh, then I believe we're heading towards uh, a time of suddenlies right now. And, you yes. know, when you think Amen. about Jesus said, I will build my church, I will do it, uh, yeah. and I'll build my church. And so when you think about construction after the foundation, it just seems like suddenly 
there's a building there. Suddenly, that those walls are up, and suddenly, uh, there's a yeah. roof on. Suddenly, there's drywall. Suddenly, you know, and uh, I think that's where we're headed now. We've been going through some very deep foundational uh, theological things, uh, but yeah. suddenly... Things are going to start being built in a whole new way now, and Jesus is building yeah. it. And uh, yes. so, I feel like it's an encouraging time for the church uh, to recognize we can arise and shine because the light has come. And and it's even though there's darkness all around, we can yeah. continue to arise and shine. Uh, and by the way, I love Psalm 112. I I decree it over our our lives every day. Uh, it's part of yeah. my daily decrees, and uh, I just believe God can do the impossible, and He can I bless thought, His people. His His heart is to bless yeah. His people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've got to keep going. I mean, we can sit here. You know, it's like twenty eight years of ministry, and I'm sure, well, how many years? It's a lot. Must mm-hmm. way more for you. And so we've been through some stuff. We've got some, you know, experience under our belt, and we've taken people through things. So we know this works. And sometimes, yes. you know, I know you would have had the early yeah. years, all of us, we go through that question, God, did you really say, have you really said, which is the enemy. If you go back to yeah. Eve, did God really say, has yeah. God really said? But mm-hmm. I, I always look at that with Eve is that the devil come and question in that difficult time. And it's like then if you go back a chapter, it actually says that, you know, God already told her he'd made them in mm-hmm. his image and likeness. So it, the enemy tries to come and confuse the issue. And, and when you're going through stuff that, you know, he doesn't come when you're on the high mountain and it's all victory because he knows you're just like get out yeah. of here. But when it's difficult, you know, it's that's our time when you've got to push through. God, did you say? Yes. Have you said? Yes. Because the opposite is happening right now. And a lot yeah. of the time that is the opposite is happening. And, and a lot of the time we want people to help us or do it. There's a certain amount of things you have to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, I'm, I don't know all the details on this, but I think of the caterpillar to the, you know, it goes in the chrysalis and comes out a butterfly. Yes. Um, one part of that is that the um, the it has to push the butterfly has to push itself out of the cocoon, yes. which not, you know apparently no one if someone does this for him it weakens the butterfly because as it pushes mm. out of the cocoon apparently yeah. it releases all the liquid into the wings which gives the butterfly its strength to fly. And I know, mm. not that I know all the scientific thing on that, but I just that simple illustration mm. really helped me in the difficult times because yeah. I'm like, I've got to push through this. Mm. I've got to mm. get my strength so I can fly, so that I'm not crawling around as a caterpillar. Yeah. Come on. It talks about rising up as eagles. And if it's you a can total transformation. Yes, yeah. yes. From the a caterpillar, you know, going through you know the chrysalis stage and then ending up as as that butterfly with wings to fly, and yeah. God wants us to fly. Yeah. That's His, you know. It's interesting, Marty. You're talking about before about the things that God's doing. You know, that mm-hmm. uh, you're going to see see things done quickly. One of the scriptures, you know, that I've been uh, speaking about last couple of weeks is in Isaiah 48. Uh, where, where you know, God says, you know, I, I've declared these things a long time ago. And then verse 6 says, you've heard these things foretold, but now you'll see them. Yeah, You've heard about them, 
now you'll see them. And I, yes. I believe this is all part, even when Elijah was up on the mountain and he heard the sound of abundance before there was even a cloud, before there was even a drop of rain That's in the sky. There's a hearing first, and God wants us to come to that place to hear him because yeah. he's yes. saying, listen, I'm, I'm releasing revelation. I'm releasing uh, strategies. I'm releasing the things that you need, but you need to hear them because you're going to start to see them. And I, and I feel like these are the times now that we're yes. in that God says, I, I want to, to release them. And I, I, I look at... I look at the time where, where Jesus needed, he needed a gold coin. He needed a coin to get into the temple. And, and he said to Peter, listen, yeah, slip down to the, to the lake there and uh, go fishing. The first fish you catch, open its mouth, you'll find a gold coin in there. I believe that that fish wasn't swimming around its whole life with a gold coin. I believe it was created now. Yeah. Uh, yes. Whatever was needed, whatever Jesus needed, he created now. And I believe that's the same today. The things that... If we've got the right foundation, we've got the, the trust and the faith in God, the times that we're living in right now, God is saying, listen, I've got your miracle. I've yes. got your miracle. Yes. And and uh, they are created now. So if we're not expecting a miracle, I don't believe that we're going to see a miracle. Yes. I believe if we're uh, we're believing for miracles, we're, we're setting the scene for miracles, we're believing God, I believe that we're going to start seeing these incredible things now. God's creating them yeah. You know, Jesus, when he was uh, baptized uh, by John the Baptist, he went up and he was driven by the Spirit up into the wilderness. And then, just like you were saying, uh, Julie, that uh, the devil began to question him. And, and it was that time of transition. He was transitioning from, uh, you know, the carpenter's son to the Messiah. And uh and the enemy started questioning him, if you're the son of God, then if you're the yeah. And then what did he do? He began to release the word of the Lord against him and uh, yeah. said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. It finally mm-hmm. came down to, I'm going to walk in relationship with, with what the Lord is saying right now. And, uh, and yeah. that's what broke the, the final uh, yeah. breaking through of that attack. And then he came down, and, and many were saved, many were healed, many were delivered. Signs and wonders and miracles suddenly began to break forth. I believe the church is in a similar position now. Of course, he was at yes. the Jordan, uh, yes. which, which is that place of death and that place of crossing over. And, uh, and so Jesus crossed over into his destiny and uh, the, yes. the place of transition is always the place where the devil attacks and questions mm-hmm. and, and tries to uh, knock the, the faith out of you. Uh, yeah. But if we'll just continue to decree uh, and dec- declare a thing, decree a thing, and it'll be established unto you and light will shine that in was, your ways. If awesome. we'll continue yeah. to declare the word of the Lord, God will fight mm-hmm. that battle for you and uh, make and that way. If yeah. you look at, you know, he the devil has no new tricks. You know, back with Eve, it was the same thing, questioning her identity. Yes. But we're just talking about that. And I said to Greg, why didn't Adam and Eve ask God? They never went back and <laughs> said to God, well, you know what, Lord, you told us. He'd already given them the word of the Lord. He yeah. said you can eat every yeah. The word of the Lord was you can <laughs> eat everything you enjoy, but you must not yeah. eat of this. And mm-hmm. the devil then comes and says to Eve, well, you know what? 
you know, God, he questions identity, does it again. Yeah, mm. you know what, you can. God doesn't want to tell you because you'll be like him and you'll know all things. And I just saw that and thought, why didn't Adam and Eve wait yeah. and go, you know, go back to the Lord and yes. say, God, you know yes. what, the serpent's in the garden. He's uh, causing He's us confused. to question. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> why, why didn't they do that? You know, I don't, I don't know either. I'm just mm. like, well, they could have. They could have gone back and asked the Lord. And, and I think that sometimes us, we, you know, when you're going struggling, you believe the word of mm. the enemy instead of going back to the Lord. You know, I love what Bishop Hammond says. He says, you know, don't doubt in the dark what you heard in the light. And right. so I was, yeah. you know, something we always say, Bishop always says it's a saying mm -hmm. around CI, but it's like Adam and Eve could have gone back to God and yes. asked the Lord, you know. And so I feel like when, you know, that's something we can learn from, when you're in transition, the enemy will come. You know, it's usually the time he does come, just like Jesus. He's got mm. no new tricks. He comes to question. Yeah. And so if they had gone, you know, Jesus knew. He already knew what the Lord had said and he could, and he went back with the word of God. Yes. But if you're unsure, you go back to God and ask the Lord, Lord, I'm in this place right now. I need to, he'll answer you. He'll show you. Right. And then also going back to our prophetic words, you can yes. then begin to decree the word of God, what he's spoken of your life. You yeah. know what? Boldly and with confidence. Yeah. God says yep. this about me. He says this about our nation. You know, that's what I say to people now. There's darkness over the earth. Who, if we don't as a prophetic people, decree what God's saying over the nations, who's going to do it? Yes. Who's going to shine the light? That's exactly yeah. what I believe David had to do in that very moment at Ziklag. He had to remind himself, this is what thus saith the Lord over you, David. You will be yes. the king of all of Israel. You will uh, go to that throne. You will lead the nation. Uh, you will be all that God prophesied. But he had to get the word of the Lord in that transition time. It was a time of warfare. It was a time of yeah. pressing past feelings and emotions. And, uh, and then suddenly he broke through. God gave him some. Uh, things he yeah. he didn't even know were coming. He he gave him a spy uh, that had all the details and all the secrets, and and he had to work with that spy. He had to work mm -hmm. to make sure that that uh, you know the guy lived, and and uh, you know. So it's not an easy street. It's 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 a time of pressing through by faith and believing something's going to come of this. And uh, and something did come of the spy. He gave him the details and the secrets and. And that enabled his yeah. victory um, by the word of the Lord. And then, uh, you know, I, I always like to say simultaneously, uh, historically speaking, at the same exact time, Saul and his sons were killed in the battlefield. And so that vacated the throne. Uh, and so suddenly God gave him an indicator that you're in the right direction Everything's starting to line up. And it was a, a couple of years later uh, before he was in Hebron with the, uh, with the uh, elders of the nation uh, and, and gave him the final anointing and the go-ahead to uh, become the king of all Israel. And it looked like all Israel was in complete uh, dysfunction and disarray and splintered. Uh, but he still yeah. had hung on to the word of the Lord. And God put it all back together. And, you know, I, I know that walking with the Lord all these years, we have seen, and I know you all have as well, seen the same kind of process 
when it looks like everything's falling apart, really everything is falling right into place. And I believe good things are about to happen right now for the people of God. And, you know, I'm prophesying uh, suddenlies and breakthroughs and and blessings Mm -hmm. are coming. And uh, we're just about out of time here today. But I wanted to ask if you would just take a few moments uh, pray mm-hmm. over the church. Pray over the audience here. I believe we've entered in a new into a new epoch of time. Uh, we've not only yeah. begun a new season, uh, but a, I believe a new era of Christianity, a new era of walking in uh, strength and favor. And this transition through the Red Sea, uh, across the Great Divide, uh, you know, get getting to a place called there. Uh, it's a progression of faith. It's a walk of faith. And it's a walk yeah. of, of really getting to know God more intimately, like you were saying, Julie, uh, because yeah. he is the creator of the universe. And he's the yeah. title deed holder of the earth. He owns the earth. He owns all the cattle. He owns all the silver, all the gold. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And, and David, yeah. David said, uh, my times are in your hands. You know, our times are safely in the hands of God, our Abba, our Papa, our Father. And he has, he has charted our course uh, to a massive blessing, a massive breakthrough, uh, a massive fulfillment of destiny and purpose. And uh, I believe the church has a yoke-destroying, limitation-breaking, curse-removing anointing. The same anointing that was on Jesus. And so, uh, who can separate us from the love of God? You know, what, what, could, what could successfully uh, be our enemy? Uh, you know, God is, if God be for us, who could be against us? But the church leadership has to arise and shine so that the, the people of God know which way to go. And I believe it's time uh, for divine order, divine alignment, in divine mm. breakthrough. Amen. So, yeah. would yeah. you would you pray? Absolutely. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe God's splitting things wide open for His people today. Yes, amen. that's right. Thank you, Lord. All right, Father, we thank you for this uh, opportunity and this time that we are in right now. Mm. Lord, we were born for this time. Lord, everyone who is listening is watching, born for this season right yeah. now. And I thank you, Lord, even where those ones feel like they're the only ones, where they feel separated and isolated. Lord, I'm just reminded of, of, uh, of uh, um, Elijah in the cave. And, and when he thought he was the only one left and he was trying to hide and the Lord says, I've got 7,000 others uh, reserved. I thank you, Lord, that you have got people reserved, that we're not alone, that you have got people, uh, friendships, uh, they're going to be bonded. Lord, there's going to be the right time, the right place, the right season. And yes. I, I break off every yes. bit of fear right yes, now. And Lord. the spirit of fear that's been trying to come yes, upon God. people yes, in God. Jesus' name, I want to yes. break that off. Every attack yes. of the enemy yes. was trying to come in and isolate right now. I break that off in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you today that you are the one 
who is calling us closer. Father, you said when we draw closer to you, you will draw closer mm -hmm. to us. Lord, yes. I thank you for that closeness, that intimacy yes. that you are desiring. And even that prophetic anointing is knowing the heart of the Father. Lord, I pray today that we would know the heart of you. Lord, that we would know your whispers, that we would know your heartbeat, that we would yes. know the very will of God uh, upon us. Because, Lord, we have the mind of Christ. Yes. And, Father, I speak to those ones who are in the, uh, anxiety, and and, uh, and 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 fear and yes. and not too sure what's happening father i pray today that they have the mind of christ yes, lord. and lord i pray that they would be led by that mind and father the holy spirit that's in us yes. we would be we led can. by the holy spirit not yes. by our feelings not by our emotions not by what the uh, everyone is saying outside lord i pray today mm -hmm. that we would have a strong relationship with you a strong foundation in you and our faith and our trust will be in you yes. lord right now yes lord and thank father you, lord. i thank you for that same mm. spirit that raised christ from the mm. dead come on think about it the same spirit that took same. jesus from yes. dead to life dwells in you so lord yes, i lord. cause that i pray right now for a quickening of the mm. holy spirit that we draw upon the holy spirit's power within yes, us lord. and father that we will rise up we'll shake off the dust and we'll sit in throne which means yes. we'll rule and we'll reign from our position authority thank which you. is our authority mm. in christ in the price he paid so lord i thank you right now yes, lord. lord that fear has to go in the name of jesus anxiety yes. has to go and lord i thank you for mm. your power as we sit enthroned, as we sit and look above yes. and see that you are majestic, that you are powerful, that you are our deliverer. You know, as Moses spoke, look mm. today, the enemy that yes. you see, you will see no more. Yes. And so, Father, I thank you that we will see that fear go, that anxiety go. Lord, Hallelujah. I thank you. The transition Hallelujah. is just the season. And now we'll look yes, to Lord. the breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. So awesome. I love you guys so much. You know, you are family you. to us and uh, just so grateful for your ministry. And uh, I want to put your website up there again. CI Australia. Uh, is it dot com or dot net? Dot com. CI Australia dot com and uh, what a privilege to walk with you and to walk shoulder to shoulder with you all in the kingdom and uh, uh we just yes, honor you today you and tracy and the family yeah. <laughs> thank you so much and we love yeah. you all and uh please come back let's do this again uh sometime very soon and uh yes. you you always have the word of the lord on the tip of your tongue and uh I'll be honest with you, I, I, I thought I was throwing you some curves here and there uh, just to keep you on your toes. Uh, but you guys have the, uh, you have, yes, you're transparent and, uh, you know, you have the word of the Lord right on your tongue. And so uh, I'm, I'm just grateful for you. I'm grateful for the ministry that you released to the body of Christ. And, and uh, you know, you're, you're doing a powerful work uh, in the kingdom and... Uh, you know, I just uh, 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 we honor you today, and thank you so much for being a part here at Speak Life. We we honor you, and we want to have you thank back. You for this opportunity, it's great. Yeah, we're yeah. privileged yeah. and honored to be with you. Amen. And all that we love doing. what we're doing. We love the Lord, and uh, we're enjoying life. Good doing life with kingdom people. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We are aligned with the divine. Amen.
That's it. Good come one. On. Yes, come on. Pos- position good. to win. Well, I love you, and we will see you again sometime soon. Thank you again, and uh, uh, we we just want to make sure you you know that you are always welcome here again. Amen. Thank you. Bless Thank you, you so much. Amen. God bless y'all. Amen. Bless you, Amen. Awesome. As usual. Thank you again, Greg and Julie, and uh, you know, just such wisdom. And uh, you know, in Hebrews chapter ten and verses thirty-five through thirty-seven, it says this: "Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. That word, patience, there is the word cheerful endurance. That after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while." And he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Sounds a lot like Habakkuk to me. Uh, he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek after him. Amen. You can be confident in God. He's rewarding his people. And it's, a, I believe, a payday for God's people. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently and earnestly seek after him. And then in Isaiah 40, in verse 10, it says, God has gone before us and his reward is with him. This is why we must continue to press into the future with him. Amen. You know, in a baton race, uh, first you have the sprinters, then you have the endurance runners. And then the fastest runner is the last leg of the race. You know, in these last days, I believe God is releasing his champions to run. Apostle Paul said, run the race to win. I believe we've entered into our winning season And God is fighting your battles right now in ways you cannot comprehend. You know, the Bible says, eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor is it entered in the hearts of men, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And then it goes on in the next verse to say uh, but that he begins to reveal these things to us by his spirit. So I want to encourage you to have faith today that no matter what the picture looks like, God is working all these things together for your good, and he's faithful who promised. And, uh, you know, he's working on the building with you. He is faithful who promised. He's not a man that he would lie, but what he has declared he will perform, and he will not alter the thing that's come forth from his lips. Amen? Amen. You know, impossibilities are possible according to Jesus. And God gave dreams and visions to you, Uh, purpose and destiny to you, not to torment you, but that they should be fulfilled. Amen. God is sharing with you a piece of his heart. And you know, God is moving mountains right now for you so that you can move forward right now. And this is another reason why prophetic ministry uh, is so important. This is why it's important that we examine our dreams and take all our thoughts captive and bringing them into the obedience to God's word. As a spiritual leader in the body of Christ, as a shepherd and as a mentor, my job is to lead you to greener pastures, uh, to feed you with food and substance to grow on, and to anoint you with fresh oil, the oil of gladness, right? And to lead you, who could not be glad after hearing those uh, Australian accents, right? (laughs) And to lead you to drink uh, of the cool waters of God's love. But you need to know how much God loves you, and he loves you way too much to leave things the way that they are. And good things really are about to happen for you and for your family. Listen to the word of the Lord tonight. 
You know, Apostle Paul said this, this one thing I do, I forget everything that is behind me, and I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That high calling is your destiny. It's your dream. It's your vision. It's your purpose. And by the grace of God, you are going to make it. Amen. Amen. I want to thank those of you who are partners in ministry with us that continue to sow and bless this house. Thank you so much for standing with us here at Speak Life and with our church, LifePoint Church. You make it possible for us to continue to bring quality prophetic ministry week after week right here on Speak Life. Please leave us comments, uh, share this broadcast and this podcast with others who will help us get the word out, this word of hope uh, to as many people as possible. If you'd like to sow a seed to help us continue to release the word of the Lord to the nations, uh, there's several ways you can donate. You can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. Uh, if you're watching this live right now on social media, there's a link you can click on to give and support that way. You can also visit our websites, uh, martylayton.com and lifepointchurch.cc. Thank you again for supporting Speak Life. You really are changing lives all around the world. I want to thank today's uh, sponsor, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Uh, Mike Lindell is a great American patriot, and he's fighting for the freedoms that we love and hold dear right here in America, the beautiful. And let me tell you, there's only one Mike Lindell, and he's a warrior, and he's a warrior for the Lord. Amen. And so I just appreciate him, and I, and I want to ask you to please check out his superior products uh, at MyPillow.com and at MyStore.com. And if you use my name, Marty, as your promo code, that's M-A-R-T-Y, use that as your promo code. You'll receive the deepest discounts available. Right now, he's got specials going on. Buy one, get one free. Uh, the, the lowest prices on some of the things... Uh, that we all desire, products, you know, so many products uh, made right here in the United States of America. And so uh, you can visit MyPillow.com or MyStore.com, or if you prefer, you can just pick up the phone and call 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. And remember to use the promo code MARTY. And this is one way you can support Speak Life. Uh, you can support what we're doing here, and you also support the patriotic work of Mike Lindell and get incredible products at the same time. Amen. So I believe in this powerful moment of time, you have been raised up for such a time as this. Why? So that you could speak life. Speak life. You know, Job 22 verse 28 declares, you've been given the authority from God to decree a thing. And it shall be established to you, and light that drives out darkness will shine upon your ways. Amen. So you have a voice, and you have a choice, and you have the authority to speak for the Lord. So continue to speak, but speak life. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us next week for more great ministry and conversations and insights uh, from some of today's cutting-edge leaders and some cutting-edge revelation that really is going to be life-changing. And, and uh, we've got a great show planned for next week. You're going to love it. Uh, please take a second to subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. Uh, and if you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five-star review. 
Uh, you can also follow me on social media, and I encourage you to do so. Like me, like me on online. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Truth and Getter and Facebook and YouTube and Rumble and um, all the networks there. And, and the symbol is at Marty Layton. Uh, so that's what you would look for. And uh, remember, you can also watch the show live every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook and on YouTube and on Rumble. Uh, and I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show and helping us to reach more people with this prophetic ministry. You can also watch this again on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Rumble, and also now on frankspeech.com frankspeech.com. That's Mike Lindell's television network, frankspeech.com or Lindell TV. You can also find the Speak Life podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, frankspeech.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And so thank you again for tuning in and remember to keep your spiritual eyes and ears open because God is always talking and he wants you to be his voice to speak life. Amen. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.